welcome to The Rock. Thanks for downloading an episode of the Black Gold Podcast post-game show brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. My name is Alex Johnson, and with me, as always, actually, is the world's most famous App State fan who speaks in rhymes occasionally, Big C. What's up? In rhymes? All the time. No, 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 no. Not I don't all know. the time. All I, the I time. don't know. I don't know. I've heard but you. Some of the time. You're, you're a good. Uh, you, you have some limericks that you. Um, you're... <laughs> oh yeah, my my, uh, my metaphors. Is that rhyming? I don't think metaphors rhyme. But you rhyme too. Hey, fi- fi- find a word that rhymes with metaphor. Um. Yeah. Let's let's not waste your <laughs> time here. Fine, fine. So okay, here we are uh, after the Texas State uh, panic. I think is a maybe a, an accurate way to describe that game um and you know uh, big c it was a it, you know it's an interesting time and, and before we really dive into that speaking of interesting times we do want to thank our sponsor appalachian commercial real estate for sponsoring the bgp post game show of course uh james milner and appalachian commercial real estate uh extremely passionate about helping uh boon based businesses or really any any businesses uh charlotte or west of charlotte uh, really meet their needs right so if you're a, if you're a business needing to expand to a certain location or 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 you have these goals in mind and, and you're not sure uh, what the best thing to do to expand go talk to james he's he's somebody that knows the complexities of commercial real estate and that goes to whether you uh you uh need to lease some space or you need uh, a tenant whatever the case may be um commercial real estate is like i said complicated it's not like buying a house a lot of other layers um, in it, and uh, someone like James and Appalachian Commercial Real Estate can help you immensely. And they and really, honestly, and when James talked to us about um, exactly what they do, and as we're trying to learn, um, it's about getting the information you need to make, hey, good decisions. Like uh, last night, there weren't too many good decisions made. <laughs> the game, <laughs> but uh, that, that's a good that's a good segue there, Alex. Isn't it though? But yeah, we do thank oh. Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. And here, here's the contact information: if you have any 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 interest or any desire to, um, whether uh, get some space or, or find a tenant or whatever the case may be, James Milner at James at AppalachianCRE.com. That's his email address, or you can go to their website, AppalachianCRE.com. Thanks again to Appalachian Commercial Real Estate for sponsoring the BGP postgame. Big C, last night, go! Speak, speaking of bad decisions, <laughs> what was the worst decision we made last night? Um, I think it'd be easier to find a word for metaphor or <laughs> a rhyme for metaphor. <laughs> exactly. So are you saying we had too many to choose from? Or you can't narrow it down to just one. Okay, I, or um, was there any bad decisions? I think that I think there were. Um, so okay, that, that's kind of a loaded question a little bit because I think there were some maybe questionable play calls in the first half, but I think we adjusted actually pretty well in the second. Um, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm not talking about play calls. Just decisions. Oh, oh, you mean the the one yard like line on the field, the of one play. yard line, like the one yard line reaching for the ball or reaching for the end zone and fumbling with like. A minute left to go in the game. <laughs> two, I think it was two two minutes and change. Yeah, or um, yeah, whatever. 
Yeah, not so, not our best decision right there uh, right. for Mr. Lamb. And we love Taylor Lamb, but yeah, not, not his best decision. And he wouldn't say that either. So, yeah, rough, 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 rough moment. For, for everyone who's who's listening, um, you know, AJ and I might text during a game and talk about things. Yeah. Um, and AJ mentioned this game feels like South Alabama 2015, and I disagreed with him. I said, I don't know what this resembles just yet. We'll have to figure it out. And generally, we resemble it back to, to or like an app game. Right. But at the end, the only thing this resembled was Super Bowl 34 <laughs> when the Rams tackled the Titans on the one-yard one yard line. line. <laughs> with the, reaching, reaching the ball out. Um, never would have thought that's how, at any point in our lives, we would win a football game. No, not at all. I, I and and uh, so some points were made on Twitter last night. You know, um, when when they start when they started that drive, the ball was technically inside the one yard line. Right. And they finish inside our one yard line. Yeah, it was it was ninety nine and you know eleven. The <laughs> longest drive in football history that didn't score a touchdown. Oh man, or Un- anything. Unreal. I Unreal. Mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's happened before, but yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to go back there anytime <laughs> soon. I'm glad they're going to be in the West Division, but I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have to um, eventually. Um, I actually think that schedule's out. We might have to go back there next year. Who knows? Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was that was uh, that was not what anyone expected, an right? Ugly game. No, that was an ugly game. And I think um, what's interesting is, um, I think I shared with you also uh, that. One of the coaches had said to somebody, who shall remain anonymous, that actually Texas State's uh, defense, especially their run defense, was actually very good, and um, their offense wasn't very good. But and they expected to win, but that people don't really realize, you know, how much they've improved on the defensive side of the ball. And you know, it is what it is. And I will say this: um, I think it's pretty undeniable that they were a very, very much improved on defense, especially on the run. They stopped us completely in, in the first half. Um, and their offense really involved a horseshoe, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, their quarterback, number 12, um, forget his first name, but Williams, uh, he uh, he wore us out, but but in, like, lucky ways. It reminded me of uh, the, the Troy and Arkansas State game. That guy just was, was athletic, couldn't, couldn't get him, and he was just making plays with his legs. Um, I wouldn't say that they have a good offense. I would say that that they made plays high prob or low probability plays against this all night on offense. Doesn't really mean they have a good offense, but it was effective. Well, they come into the game. I think it was twenty nine for sixty one on third down, which is um, below a thirty percent success rate. And oddly enough, that's exactly the same number they were on defense uh, defending that. Um, those situations. So um, that that quarterback reminded me so much of a guy named Rodney Landers, who ironically played quarterback for James Madison in 2007. He's not good. He doesn't look good. He's an athlete, and things just always seem to go in his favor. And, right. And it just didn't make any sense. And that's the most frustrating part for me, at least as a fan, when you know you can look at somebody and say, how does he keep making things happen? He's not that athletic, or he's, he's not that good of a decision maker, or he's not a good quarterback for that matter. 
I mean, he couldn't hit anybody. Yeah, uh-uh, no way. You yeah. know, in, in my opinion. Um, but he, he was just there. He, he was just there and yeah. continued to make random plays. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, last night, I think there were 10 of 18 on third down. Made a significant improvement there, but just kept bothering us. I mean, it's like a, it's like a gnat in Statesboro. It wouldn't go away. No. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do to it. Keep swiping at it. He's just going to keep coming back and trying to bite your leg. Yeah, that, that's right. And um, I, I pulled up the um, the stat sheet here. Um, I mean, Damian, yeah, Damian Williams, quarterback rating of 57. Uh, Taylor didn't have a very good game either. Quarterback rating, 63. Uh, it's just one of those games that just – I mean, you know, I, and I, I think there are a couple of factors here. And, and I, I've actually been I – was, I was kind of surprised – to see that you know we lost to Georgia and we really didn't look good on national TV. We made a lot of dumb mistakes, shot ourselves in the foot. Overall, a lot of people were mild, you know, about it. They weren't hot over, oh my gosh, we're awful and how can we do this? We, but you know, the response for the most part, from what I could tell afterwards by the fans as a whole, was, yeah, we made a lot of mistakes. You know, we um, we just did beat ourselves and. You know, whatever, and that's kind of was the accepted thing. But this one, I, I think there's a little bit more um, panic in the air, saying, "Oh, we're not good," and uh, you know, and, and I, I think that there were actually there are a couple of factors that kind of went into yesterday um, losing uh, Parker Collins on the offensive line. That's a big deal. Um, we're replacing uh, Chandler Greer. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jamie Comar with uh, Chandler Greer. Maybe, maybe we should say what. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> but anyway. So my my point is <laughs> my point in saying that is yeah. I mean we we're not a bad team, and I think too many people are saying, "Oh my gosh, now we're bad." And I think um, I just don't think you could say that for that game. I think we're allowed to have bad games. I do think the Heat played a, a factor a little bit in the in the um, at the beginning, uh, but at, at the same time, it was a better uh, team than we expected. Um, the offensive line isn't the same as last year, which, um, you know, it, I mean, it's still still got to work itself out. We still win the game, um, but it does look like Jalen Moore got dinged up a little bit. It just, there were a lot of things stacked up against us that I don't think makes us a bad team, but um, it just seems like that reaction was prevalent. I just, I'm, I was a little surprised to see that. I, I wasn't surprised. Uh, we, we all were pointing to this game to say, this is when we find out who we are. You can't find out against Georgia, who, uh, you know, for all first impressions, appears to be a pretty good team. Last week, obviously, wasn't a good time to, to make a decision about whether or not we're good or not either. And we thought, hey, now we're going to find out who we are. Um, I think a lot of it was Texas State. Uh, I think they will beat somebody. I'm just worried. I don't know if they're going to be. They're going to beat somebody good. I think our offense was the is one that plays into their strength apparently, and I don't right. know if there is another team in the conference that does like that. So when they face Louisiana um, or Arkansas State or a team like Troy, who prefers to throw it all around a little bit more, we, we we might see them not play as good to those teams, and then it'll make us feel like well maybe we're still not good. I, I just think it was one of those games that. You know, it just didn't it didn't go in our favor, and we didn't do anything bad. The worst thing we did was a fumble on the one yard line. No, no yeah. other um, turnovers beside that, if I, if I can remember correctly. So, 
you know, we, we, we managed the game. We tried to do everything we were supposed to do to try to win. We stayed in it. Easily could have folded up. Uh, the You know, when we talk about decisions, the best decision you can ever make before a football game starts is the coin toss and deferring because that got us back in the game. We score yeah, before half. Right. We get the ball back. We tie it up. Even though I really wanted to go 14-10 there, um, that changed everything. And it was at least an hour between Texas State drives that were actually meaningful. So they nailed out you know, the clock at the end of the first half. And you know, between that and then us getting the ball twice, kind of saying, you know, bookended the halftime and all that, you know, I think that helped us tremendously. I'm not sure if that's how it was planned, but you know, we, we just got to take it. We got to take it, and get the heck out of there. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. pleased, but <laughs> at the same time, you know, are we going to know next week? Are we going to know next week whether we're not good? I mean, I, once again, on that text message machine thing that we have. Um, <laughs> People were ready to write us off already for next week. We're going to get killed. God, I hate that too. Uh, there's no, yeah. Well, hey, you know, and, and after Georgia, you said no way we beat Wake. I didn't say no way. I said I, I said I don't think we do. I didn't say there was no way we wouldn't beat Wake. Come on, let's go well, to the tape. Let's go to the tape. Apples and apples and oranges here. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. No, it's um, not. It's not the same thing. And let me tell you why that's not the same thing is because well, I mean, what has really happened from last year um, to this year? that uh, showed that we were a bad team in that game. Defense played well. Sorry, they did. They played well. Uh, Rashad Towns um, played solid. Uh, um, I just There wasn't any glaring holes there. You can't say, oh, our defense is bad because they're not. Okay, so we're not bad there. Um, offense, yeah, offensive line played poorly, um, especially in the first half. But, you know, all right, we recovered and, and gutted out the end in to win. Um, Jalen Moore got hurt. So, like, wh- where is this huge drop-off? If we were really good last year – and then now we're looking at this year and going, oh, well, you know, now we're not good. Then then where? It, like, what was the giant step back besides the offensive line? Hey, Thomas Hennigan looks awesome. That guy's only going to get better, you know? Uh, Taylor Lamb, I thought, made some good adjustments. And then Taylor made some really bad throws, too. But, I mean, Taylor Lamb was able to collect himself and, and um, really put us in a, a good position to win. Uh, yeah, we have some injuries on offense and everything else, but I just don't, I just don't see – what these drastic um, steps down are to make us go from last year saying, oh, man, look how good we are, to now saying, oh, well, we're not. And and I think also, I mean, uh, is this not the kind of game you want to play before you play a game you have to win? You know, to kind of expose, like, you know, oh, my gosh, we need to work on this. We, we need to, you know, uh, um, here are some mistakes that we made, blah, blah, blah. Before you play a game that you got to win at home, I mean, yeah, it's a tough road game that we squeaked out and had to use the will to win. Um, okay, now we had a home game, a really big home game. Um, yeah, I'm glad we found those holes in the in in there now uh, or last night before Saturday. I mean, you don't want to go into Wake Forest after playing Savannah State or Georgia. So I don't know. I I mean I I'm not ruling us out. I still don't think it's likely that we win. But I it, it there's no way that I say there's no way we win. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just a little confusing to me because I don't see what people are pointing to outside poor O-line play and just, just not executing well last night as, now we're not good. I just don't see it. And that's the biggest thing for me when you look at this team is who is going to take the reins at left guard and, and, and you know, nail down that position and play the entire year and only get spelled for snaps or two. Because between Chandler Greer before mentioned, and Tobias S. Campbell, 
looked to me like they just got those were just rotating. They were just rotating in and out just right. to see which one you know doesn't want to make you know wants to make a play. And and I, you know I don't, we don't like I don't like to call out players' names for doing bad things. But I mean if somebody drops a pass, I'm going to say hey they dropped a pass. I, I'm I'm concerned that Victor Johnson hasn't gotten better right. either. Yeah, he seems to be getting beat a lot, um, and that's concerning if you're the left tackle with the right-handed quarterback that that's that's a bad deal <laughs> yeah. so I, I'm, I'm just concerned is this running game going to get off the ground um I, I thought last night some of our running plays looked a little telegrammed a little scripted but we did a good job of getting away from that and you know we h back tight end to the right behind our side and then throw the left to him again and you know he's making a lot of lots of catches but uh, and helping us move the chains quite a bit, and, uh, drew a big time pass interference. Really sold that well on that sideline um, late in that game, and uh, that, I thought that was huge. I think that was on that field goal drive, right? Um, and I think that was a big deal. Um, but man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm still I'm I'm as concerned as I have been with um, this team in the last two seasons, two and a half, three seasons. I mean, this is. To me, and I'm still hitting the button. I'm gonna hit that dang panic button. It, this, this, uh, it's like a Liberty type wake up call. Um, and I, but see, thing, I don't think that's unfair. I just think for me, I, I don't see um, the definitive. Oh yeah, we're definitely in trouble. I see problems, and maybe even say we're not as good as last year. I think that's even fair because I do think you can't say for the last two years, man, look how successful you can be if, if your offensive line is, you know, X, and then you know, lose two very experienced pieces and, you know, it's, I mean, Parker Collins was, you know, a, you know, a, a stone's throw away from being a, uh, on an NFL roster. Um, you know, you can't lose the guys like that, plug them in with guys that aren't, you know, yeah, Noah Hannon might be doing a good job or whatever, but I mean, he's a true freshman compared to Parker Collins, which would you rather have? I mean, as good as Noah Hannon might be, right? So you can't turn around and then say, yeah, but you know what? Because if if the offensive line is that important, um, you can <laughs> then if your offensive line gets uh, the personnel gets less experience or whatever, um, that's going to make a big difference. And I think that's where where for me, um, I'm I am most concerned because Chandler Greer, Tobias Edge Campbell, and Noah Hannon, and and how about this? And you just mentioned Victor Johnson has several has had several penalties this year too. Um, I mean, those guys need to elevate their game to the point of of where we were you know uh offensive line wise 2015 2016 i'm not saying they can't i'm just saying if we want to run the ball like we've been running to set up everything else i mean big c that has to happen i mean jalen moore i mean marcus cox was always really good after games talking about like hey my offensive line is awesome right um that's true and you got to have an offense uh, an awesome offensive line and, and basically we lost the line of scrimmage last night uh on offense now defensively in that second half, we were eating um, Damian Williams' lunch. I mean, we were just hitting him on every play, which was awesome to see our defensive line too. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, if, if we're going to if we're going to be good, quote-unquote, be good again, I mean, I think it's – especially when we're limited in the throwing game, we're not – especially when we're not able to just drop, you know, the bombs and, and, and hit these tight windows uh, to our wideouts. And, of course, some of our wideouts are hurt. You gotta run the ball, and if our offensive line's getting beat in line of scrimmage, and there's not a, a spot open, 
makes it hard. And then we kind of get a, you know, what I what we just described last night. We kind of get that game. So are we going to have those games over and over again where our defense is bailing us out, which they did? I don't know. I, I can see that happening. Um, but I just I think that I think there were a lot of other factors like being in Texas and all that all that stuff that to me were a big enough factor to not make me panic yet, if that makes sense. Well, I'll, I'll say the defense was didn't get enough credit for what they did last night. I agree. I think the, the total was four sacks. But in the second half, like you said, we were eating that dude's lunch in the backfield quite a bit. Clifton Duck, outside of the interception, made two huge hits. Oh, yeah. Rib, rib cage smackers. I mean, played big last night. Uh, really impressed. Um, he continues to just be somebody we can count on. So so thrilled that we get him for another two seasons after this one. But, uh, you know, if you really think about it, Texas State had one play on us, and the rest of it was just these – Little yeah, that's absolutely correct. Drives, they hit us over the top once. The guy who got beat on that play also is the guy who makes the play at the end of the, end of the game to to keep him out of the end zone. Right. But, you know, if, and uh, we we were actually talking about this in the game. It's like, man, are they going for two? And Everett Withers came out in the newspaper and they asked him that question. Like, yeah, we were going for two. Well, I don't like playing for ties. <laughs> um, and he said, we we're going for two if we had scored. And man, that would have been even worse. Um, <laughs> Had we gone to that situation, I'm glad they were. They made the longest drive in football history without scoring. <laughs> uh, a record. I'm glad we um, we have um, positively uh, recorded there. Not being the team that couldn't score, but the team that actually made that happen or made that stop. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, you know. It, I, I want to uh, like silver lining here for a second. Um, at the end of my college days, you know, post Romani Edwards time and pre-FBS and everything else. We went through a period of time where I don't think we, as a team, tackled well. Uh, I don't think we wrapped up. don't think we hit hard, as hard, or whatever you want to say, right? And I don't think we squared guys up. And now it's easier to find guys that don't do that well on the team than guys that tackle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, um, you think, of, like, Jeremy Kimbrough would hit guys well during that span of time, or, like, DJ Smith, um, you know, 2010, would be the guy consistently hitting guys hard. Uh, I just I'm, I, I like watching our defense the last several years actually wrap up and hit and grab and, and, and um, execute. Uh, and so I think that's a huge – well, I don't think. That is a huge part of why our defense plays well because we hit hard and we're physical. And we don't – we really don't give up the extra, you know, yards after contact typically. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Of course, it happens to everybody. But um, anyway, I, I just I – like, I like the style of our um, – our defense the last several years, I think we're um, we're blessed to, to be in that position. But I tell you what, I tell you what, um, I I thought this Wake Forest game. I thought a lot of people were taking it too lightly. Um, I think now it's going to create even more and more tension. It's going to be more and more interesting, uh, similar to the Triple G uh, <laughs> Canelo Alvarez fight. Um, hopefully that game doesn't end in a draw either. Um, but uh, yeah, so it 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 was a it was a, it was a it was a interesting game last night. It was a very interesting game. It was it it held our attention. But I think um, what everybody was thinking was, ah, I just don't like the way we're looking right now before we play Wake Forest, which is fair, which is fair. But let's get all that bad stuff out. I mean, I was just happy to get all that bad stuff out. I mean, it's got to count for something. Go on the road. It's hot. We're playing a, an improved team that wants to beat us really bad. Played sloppily. I mean. 
that's got to be a launching pad to improve at some level. I mean, the odds are that we we got to improve at some level at, at that point, or we at least have shown that. So we'll we'll have to see. I just said we don't have one of these up and down seasons where uh, play terrible, come back, play lights out, and then do that again because on the other side, it doesn't get easier or better you know, anytime soon. Uh, New Mexico State is is around the corner, and they're looking better. They gave Troy a run for their money. Um, lots of interesting scores last night in the conference play. Uh, Lafayette hung around with Texas A&M until they could move on offense. Um, now, Coastal played terrible. I, they, they lost to UAB. I don't know what's you know what's more impressive uh, than beating UMass or than losing to UAB. Uh, UMass looked terrible. Um, so, I, I think we had the potential for, for something like that this uh, this uh, seesaw season, and I, I hope it, it doesn't come to, to fruition. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I totally agree. So, um, ah, I don't think there's really much else we can say about this game, but just to just to kind of uh, wrap up, you know, leaving um, leaving San Marcos, Texas, victors twenty to thirteen. With that crazy final play, um, this is an ugly win. I mean, they outmatched. They, they, you know, our third down conversions were bad. They beat us in total yards by a hundred yards, uh, but still to get down there and win. I mean, that shows experience and guts. So um, this episode, uh, the Wake Forest episode this week, Big C's gonna be really interesting. <laughs> Can't wait to do that. So uh, again, thanks to our sponsor for the BGP post game show, Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Thank you so much for allowing us to do this the way we do it. And thanks for downloading this episode of the BGP Post Game. The next time you'll hear from us will be Tuesday night or Wednesday, really early Wednesday morning. Um, just stay tuned in, uh, until this weekend when we play the uh, Wake Forest Demon Baptist Deacons. Go Abs. <laughs>